0: Forever, Dog. I wanted to talk about 80s comedies because they're just such a certain, it's just, it's just a, it's such a, like a unique brand of comedy that every time I watch it, it's like, it feels familiar. And then it's also, I think the, probably the most problematic decade of, of comedy movies. But just in general, like as a, as a genre of, you know, there was like certain people who are allowed to make comedies and movies and they, and they made the same movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would also say the era of blackface was, right. but, uh, no,
0: no, no, no,
2: nope. no okay. No. 80s sure. comedy,
0: then minstrels, <laughs> <laughs> then
3: the original birth of a nation. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, we know where Bray stands in terms of <laughs> but you know where the line is well, for Bray. It's funny though
0: because there is an 80s blackface comedy. That's how that shows you where the 80s were at the time where they were still like right. They were doing still, everything. It's still okay for us to make a. But they had that movie, that movie Soul Man, which people have asked us to review, even though it stars a white man, but it is <laughs> about a white man who is in blackface so that he could get into college. He literally, yeah, it's like. I guess when, uh, when people really started to zone in on affirmative action and how that wasn't unfair to white people. (laughs) Well, and it was also, I feel
1: like very loosely based on, uh, that book black like me, where the white anthropologist goes and like take some like skin darkening products so he could go live as a black person in like the 50s or something like that wait
0: i don't know about this
3: book (laughs) yeah what it's it's, i'm looking this up right it's a non-fic this is a a person did this (laughs) (laughs) wow okay i
1: gotta learn i need to You know, racism seems like a bad thing, but I won't know it until I put
0: on some makeup and (laughs) go live it. The cover of this book is a a white man learns what it is like to live the life of a Negro by becoming one exclamation point. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's a. I would be like, what the hell is this
0: This book? What
2: should he do? (laughs)
3: This
0: book was published after both of my parents were born. So it's just one of those things where. You really do forget sometimes how,
3: like, this was not that long ago at all. No. I don't know. I, I never forget. So, I, I stay remembering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a really great comic book cover that uh, I have somewhere. And there was this comic book called, like, Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane. And uh-huh. it was a whole comic book series. Couldn't just be Lois Lane. It was. No, no. <laughs> We got to qualify this. This is Superman's <laughs> girlfriend. Uh, but there was one particular cover, and there were a few problematic ones, but there was one where uh, she you see her walking into a machine, uh, and she's then walks out of it, and she's black. And the story was called I Am Curious Black, and... <sighs> It's like, she's saying something to the effect of like, to truly understand, I must spend the next 24 hours as a black person.
3: Yeah. <laughs> when you Google Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, number 106 is one of the autofills. And that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the cover of that one. And it, look, this is amazing. I have to find this. Is it? I we'll Yeah, see it.
1: I think I saw it and I bought a copy And have intended to frame it for a very long time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, oh my God. It's, wow. That's truly insane. I sometimes get depressed when I think about these. It's fun. It's like, if I stop laughing, then I just start to get really sad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To your point about the 80s blackface, you talked about Soul Man, but then there's also, uh, there's blackface in Trading Places. There's blackface- In, I think it's Silver Streak, is the Richard Pryor Gene Wilder yep. movie where they do blackface. Uh, <laughs> there's Brown Face with uh, Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit. Dude, that's or... right. Yes, that was like the Johnny Five movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also Remo Williams. Uh, there's uh, Yellow Face in that, oh where Joel God. Gray, like dancer Joel Gray plays an Asian man an
3: old Asian man Oh no not Joel <laughs> Gray <laughs> yeah not the Wizard and I for the Wicked fans. <laughs> not Joel Gray.
0: Oh wow. Not, not all right. The no. Wizard and I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of Joel Gray fans yeah. out there.
0: Especially who listen to our podcast. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
2: absolutely. A lot
0: of Joel Gray heads out there.
1: The um, Venn diagram of people who love black movies and Joel Gray.
2: It's a lot,
1: it, It's a lot more overlap than you think. The amount of times I've gone into a barbershop and somebody's just going on and on about Joel Gray.
0: <laughs> uh, that reminds me that James was
3: scared of uh barbershops oh managers. i'm terrified of i'm still am i'm still <laughs> terrified of <barbershops. laughs> keep me out of
2: them <laughs> <laughs> Literally, i can't the
3: energy is a lot for me and i'm
0: <laughs> it's just the energy
3: it's just the general yeah, energy the of general
0: a energy always has them running scared <laughs> you know wow okay see because i was
3: about to tell i was about to let white in on my oh. insecurities what? but then you had yeah. to go and do the oh, transition yeah. no
0: no you could talk about, yeah, talk about your, I was, I was helping you out there. I was, I was, you know, just talking about how, when you go into a barber shop you see everybody, you feel the energy and then, you know,
3: you're off running scared. I'm not doing this today. Not with you. Not you don't
0: today. feel like a
1: man-sized man. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. What was that song? All right. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. James is done with this conversation. He's running
1: scared. I am. Okay. No, I did want to hear his barbershop thing. Yeah, so I know,
3: I. but you know what? But Bray had to, cause see, he set me up for this for the transition into the, the episode. And I don't, I don't even want to. We'll talk about it later. I'll, after, when when we get off the air, I'll talk about
0: when it when James is back running. I don't know what I'm doing Stop anymore. doing let's, this. Let's start <laughs> the show. You know what it Jonathan like? Raylock, James the Third, <laughs> John Milligan. <Gage. laughs> <laughs> 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 Black All right. All right. All right. All right. welcome to black men can't jump in hollywood hollywood city that's jarrah
3: and i will do blat 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 this this morning <laughs> that's, what, that's what i You gonna do. do it like that yep blat, that's my bit for this blat, for this bat. morning i'll do blat blat, blat. i'm still but hurt <laughs> <laughs> by the way you set me up for this <laughs>
0: dude that was so long ago that
1: was no, a whole that was, intro that was song, the ago. Theme
3: song ago song <laughs> ago
1: all right. This is a different day. We started recording <laughs> one day, and then we had to stop. Yeah. and then pick it back up. A yeah, few days we did later. A promo
0: like uh, like SNL does.
3: There were a lot of good lines in this movie, but there was just so much, like sh- there was so much bl- shooting, like reckless shooting. That I will, I will go with Blat Blat Blat. Okay. There's like a period at the, you know, okay. like. Yeah, that's right. my All right. that's how fine. I will intro.
0: <laughs> well, for those of you listening for the first time, uh, this very professional, extremely hilarious, just one of the best overall voices you'll hear on. <laughs> podcast radio is Jonathan Braylock.
3: Okay, and this voice <laughs> this voice is James the 3rd. Gerard's not here as you have heard by now. Yeah, he He's was actually here. so
0: upset by both my transition and the intro of myself that <laughs> he literally left and is no longer in the studio. But we do have uh, an incredible guest uh
3: with us today. Um Yes. And in honor of Gerard, I will do the Gerard drums. <laughs> the, the, the drums.
0: <laughs> hey, it's Wyatt Snack, everyone. Wyatt Snack, You know him from Wyatt Snack's problem areas. You know him from The Daily Show, People of Earth, uh, you know, so a, a thousand other things. Welcome, Wyatt. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us yeah. on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's funny when you say a thousand other things, because that sounds like... I'm a person who has no job security. <laughs> no. Well, you know them from a lot of things because <laughs> you can't
0: get one can, thing to stick can't be steady. <laughs> I mean I mean, isn't that the ninety-nine percent of this industry? Like nothing. There's very no, few it's... things that
3: still nah you're yeah. prolific. That's what yeah, it is. You're prolific. It's about how you you know, you just beef you in mad stuff because you you pro you got that endless juices flowing, you know? Why
0: sure. did you talk like yeah. that? Because
3: I was trying to... That was my hype. I was hyping him up. Oh, that
0: was your hype, man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel it. Thank, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Wyatt is known for his hype. Um, we are <laughs> doing Running Scared. This is a 1986 film uh, starring Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal in a buddy cop movie. Let's see. There's no... Rotten Tomatoes, because uh, it didn't exist back then. Tomatoes uh, <laughs> didn't exist. <laughs> um, let's see. Box office, it made $38.5 million. Not bad, I think. I don't know. I don't know what a film in the 1980s, the comedy film, it's supposed to make. But I feel, I feel like, like that was really good. I feel like that was good. Yeah. And yeah. this was like coming off of Gregory Hines. He did White Nights the year before. And Billy Crystal obviously was a a, a big star. I forgot what, what were the movies that... I actually don't... I The funny thing is, Billy Crystal was always famous. Like, when I was born, he was already famous. <laughs> so he's just one of those people who I just know as a famous person. I don't really know from, like, the movies that he does. <laughs> I know him from right. hosting the Oscars, like, yeah. 12 times. I don't know how many... Oh, well, I know Analyze this, but I don't know how many... Billy Crystal movies I've actually seen. To be to be fair,
3: you ain't seen City Slickers. Come on, brother. I
0: haven't
3: <laughs> City Slickers. When Harry Met it. Sally.
1: All right. Oh hey, yeah, so when Harry Met Sally. Yes, <laughs> but That's, this was but this was before all those. Yeah, yeah, this
3: uh, the, the things I just named were all after. Princess Bride was was eighty seven, which is also after. He's in uh, Princess Spinal, Bride. Spinal Tap was eighty four.
1: Um, so this might have been like his first big leading man. Right type of a movie he was in he was on snl
3: right but in terms of like movie yeah
1: snl is not a movie (laughs) what wait what do you mean it's not it's not it's it's there's a different thing there's television Uh uh-huh and then there's movies they're both screens right but they're different screens i watch one of the screens on my laptop silver
0: okay (laughs) and the other cathode ray two <laughs> got it got it okay well all i know is that all the movies that uh were nominated for oscars i watched on netflix and amazon so it feels <laughs> like movies and tv are the same but i'll take no, your but word they for
1: turned it. when you were watching them they turned your television silver oh okay you could have if you paused the movie and took it into a bank mm-hmm. you could trade the screen in for money
2: hmm <laughs>
0: Yeah. Sterling. Or melt it down and make jewelry. And everybody does love some silver jewelry. That's... Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what am, else, am I saying about this film? Nothing else. There's nothing else more to say. I think we can get into initial thoughts, right? Oh, yeah,
3: I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, did I tell people that we review Black <laughs>
3: films of leading Black actors? You didn't. We talk about them the concept of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yeah, that's the, that's the that's that's what the log line. That's the log line of our podcast.
0: Um but they know by now. They Everyone do know. Needs, yeah. Why would you like to go first of your initial thoughts of running scared? Yeah. I mean, I feel
1: like if you ever needed a movie that was like Encapsulated why we need to defund the police. (laughs) This movie embodies everything. Like this, they are the most corrupt cops. Hundred percent. And yet, everything they're doing, we're supposed to laugh and like, oh, that's lovable. They had uh, the husband of a of a of a woman, Gregory Hines, is having an affair with. They have him falsely arrested so he can take her out on a date.
0: It's so funny because there were very, there were like these glimmer of moments in this movie where I was like, does this movie know that police are really bad? Like it almost <laughs> it, it, it almost feels like they're like, like there's one, one part is like, well, what else are we going to do? Like not have police? Like
3: I was like, I was like wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's also that line where they're like, uh, "We've been sh- shooting a lot of people lately." I mean, maybe we're the problem. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what <laughs> maybe maybe we're the problem." I was like, "Oh my god. Yes." <laughs> yeah. But then they go out and
1: just shoot more people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. they're
0: still they're still shooting people. Uh,
1: and they pass the baton on at the end. <laughs> yeah. But then didn't actually like the whole setup of the movie was that they're sick of being cops and they buy a bar in Florida and they're going to retire only to at the end decide they're not going to retire after almost
0: dying <laughs> several <laughs> times by the way yeah they almost die at but least three times they love
3: it they love the rush the rush of throwing cocaine over <laughs> elevators and, sh- and, sh- and and blaming cops killing uh, killing someone on the, criminal. the- on the criminal. <laughs> yeah. When the when the when the undercover cops shoot Joey Pants, they say later that it was it was Jimmy Spitz. I couldn't believe that.
1: Oh shit! I totally blanked on that.
3: They're like, he sh- he shot him in front of us. And we're like, no, he didn't. We all oh. saw. Everyone watching this movie saw it.
1: Right. <laughs> wow. And also, those cops didn't. Like, they didn't get fined or suspended. <laughs> they're still on the job. Very active. Like, <laughs> even though they're undercover, it's still murder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Like, oh. It, going undercover isn't like going to Vegas. Where it's
0: just like, <laughs> oh, it doesn't count. Yeah, Man, right. we were, oh.
1: <laughs> International waters.
0: This, so for me, this movie is, I I, I actually think, Everybody should see it because it's on Amazon right now, so you can see it for free it's it is so interesting because it's very clear, and I read on Wikipedia that the director was like, I wanted to make a like a a cop movie that was funny but not stupid and also didn't ha had action but didn't have a lot of killing, like wasn't like gruesome <laughs> and so and I was like and I was like, okay, that makes sense because when I was watching this movie, I was like, this movie doesn't really." care that much about the cops that like it doesn't care about the about the intrigue or the plot really at all. And it's not it's also like the comedy is very conversational. It just felt like a movie that was like about two friends and you're like, all right, this movie's just about like two friends who are both problematic, but like they're just they're friends with each other and it's just like their lives and like that's it. But they're also two creepy friends. Yeah. They're they are.
1: very <laughs> they're creepily close. <laughs> Billy Crystal twice walks in on gregory <laughs> hines having sex and just hangs out neither of them
3: batting out like he Yeah, <laughs> like, they're just like all right this well, is what we do yeah it,
0: it's very it it's actually like it is very homoerotic in, in in certain senses but it's not um but they never they never go there they they never Or at least they never like make those kinds of jokes, which I feel like there's no like no homo moments, which was actually impressive to me, (laughs) because I feel like these types of films will like make a couple of like gay jokes, and then they didn't really do that. But these guys were like very buddy buddy, and like like I think we're supposed to believe like probably like having sex next to each other when they were down (laughs) in Key West. You know what I mean? Oh right, yeah, 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 probably. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. they
1: they couldn't afford they couldn't (laughs) afford two rooms. They just got. one one room with two double beds yeah and still pushed them together because they were like we're good friends we're gonna want a high five in the middle of yeah all this sex we're having (laughs) with with all these different ladies we're able to fucking convince to get on our scooters we're all
0: we're picking these up because we're they had the one scene where they're both shirtless and like kind of like showing off the muscles that they have but i was just like they don't they're not. Is this? I don't. I don't know. I was confused. Billy Crystal's also like, you know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with short guys, but he was like, he's like five. I don't know. I was just picking up a lot of ladies <laughs> for a guy who's like, okay, in my opinion. But you got to get people that are
3: short, Bray. I don't have anything against your <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's so mean. I'm gonna tell him you said that. I mean, I'll text he won't right listen now. to
1: this podcast. That's not a great endorsement for your podcast, if.
3: Your own <laughs> podcast
1: host won't listen to it.
3: I, I mean, I don't think he, I mean, if I'm. I, in, I listen to every episode. Yes. That's
1: a good, that's a strong endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Even as you're shaking your head, no.
3: I listens
0: to every episode.
3: I do the, listen to I'm, the
0: episodes I'm not on for sure. Because
3: I want to hear them. And make uh, sure that they're not screwing up. My initial thoughts are just they're not screwing up. I can't. I'm gonna. <laughs> I love <laughs> my, the delay. On that. My initial thought uh, is everything that yeah, like I couldn't get over. I kept trying to think about like, had I seen this movie? Because this is my first time seeing it, watching it, watching it for this. And I kept trying to think about, oh, had I had I seen this movie beforehand? I I I don't know like the cop stuff would would bother me but not in the same way like now it was just like <laughs> it was just frustrating and like and upsetting and like like the fact that all of the stuff that they do in the in the o- open like they we never see them they never flash a badge they're like going through his whole all of their cause for, for arresting. Oh, he has a Mercedes. We got to arrest him. <laughs> gotta, right. let's, let's bust him. He has He's got $50, a Mercedes in, this,
1: in the South side of Chicago. <laughs> I know. I right. love it. That's
3: probable <laughs> it, cause. They literally say that's probably, they say cause. it's cause. $50,000. We must, we got to arrest this guy. I mean, that's a lot of money to just have in cash, but that's, that dude's like you're just going through this guy's stuff. um and they don't they don't even show a badge until they're being robbed which so much stuff happens up before that that it, i don't know like i just couldn't i kept trying to be like well but what if you would have seen this before and like would you have found some of this stuff funny there were a couple times that i actually laughed out loud and i will talk about them i guess when we, when we when we get to them but it was like beyond that it was it was all like cringe like i cringed for two hours you know
0: it's so interesting because i don't know what it was it was just maybe it was just the fact that it was gregory Hines and billy crystal and they're not like the prototypical cop types right and they're they had such an ease about them when they were like doing these roles that even though I don't actually believe this movie was self-aware or something you right. know, in, in any actual way it did like watching it now, it felt like, you know, uh, these cops knew that they were like, not great or like, or at least they were like, <laughs> the, the movie was acknowledging that they, uh, broke the law a lot, that they were getting subpoenaed all the time. Right. Yeah, And like that they were reckless. <laughs> right. And, and, these guys were just like, I don't know. Like there weren't like these speeches, like there weren't too many like rah-rah speeches, like mm-hmm. any time, like even the one time where Gregory Hines was like, it's not fair. Like, you know, like wh- how about, what about the, you know, the guy who like murdered his wife or I don't know, whatever criminal. Yeah.
1: Act- yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Right. Yeah. He was getting like sued and right. he was, and he was like, I, uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's, he got <laughs> served
0: with papers because right. uh, for police brutality, <laughs> For some police <laughs> brutality, and and so much, and clearly not the first time that he's got served for papers because they like knew that it was, count. you know what I mean. Like, so he's they've been served multiple times for police brutality, and and the and like their their chief also knew that they were breaking the law and like encouraged it, but like unofficially encouraged it because he knew. He- and it was just like who these people were and yeah. i was just like oh man these are just like dumb people who like think that this is the way to go and they're wrong and they have that they have a moment again it's not really it's supposed to be a funny joke in the movie but that that moment when billy Crystal's was like maybe, we're, <laughs> maybe we're, yeah. we're the problem like yeah. i don't know there was something about it that made me feel like it, it didn't feel as bad as a lot of cop movies generally are because a lot of yeah. movies, a lot of these action movies they're because they're so heavy on the action and they try to build up these heroes, like, like a diehard, right? Like we're not supposed to be laughing at those kind of moments at all. We're supposed to really think that these people are heroic where at the end of the movie, like, I don't know. Are people really walking away being like, man, Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines, like the epitome of heroes? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, there yeah. was, yeah,
1: there's like a weird approachability. And to your point, it almost seems like it's a joke. Like the whole thing seems like a joke because right. they're not like these super ripped guys. And I always, I don't know, whenever I watch cop movies, I always remember Dana Carvey. The movie Bad Boys, I don't know if yeah. you all know this, but it was supposed to star Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. Yeah. <laughs> and <It's> so insane. <laughs> yeah. And I remember Dana Carvey, uh I talked to him once and he was telling me stories about what it was like to prepare for that role and then ultimately it all fell apart, but they at the time like Simpson and Bruckheimer were like They wanted him to lift weights and get like ripped and all this shit. But that feels like, oh, that's where things started to shift where it was like, oh, get a, get a funny person, but you also have to turn them into like a muscle bound freak. Whereas this was just like, no, no, just get two charming, funny people and it's just kind of ridiculous to see them run around with guns and then have to take their pants off for some reason, because (laughs) it's a hostage situation where it's a pants for life situation.
3: (laughs) Well, see, he didn't have pants himself. You know what I mean? He didn't have pants himself and then he needed to, you know,
1: Sure, (laughs) but he could have, he could have gone back into her house and like said, like, Look, go get some pants. Get you've got some sweatpants laying around. I'll (laughs) wear them. That's fine. I'm still gonna get out of here, and you're my hostage. But to do like a whole, I'll trade you a life for some slacks,
0: right? And that, and that the other two were debating whether or not they should get. Like Gregory Hines was like, I don't know, we should maybe just die. And again, like that's like it is like that's part of the comedy. But (laughs) there is a way to look at this movie as like just a satire on you know like <laughs> toxic masculinity even yeah. though it's not that i know that's not the intention like i don't like not really you know what i mean like maybe a yeah. little bit but like not they didn't even have that terminology then but you know i don't know there was i don't know it made it more bearable for me than like you know we we reviewed right along like with you know Kevin Hart and um Ice Cube and like that movie's fun and those act those guys are fun but like that script is like again we're supposed to be laughing at the police brutality like in right. a in a way, like he's seriously like beating people up, you know, <laughs> like, and we're supposed yeah. to be like, ha ha, like ha ha, right. this criminal's getting like you know <laughs> tortured <laughs> 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 um yeah it's it's pretty, yeah, this movie, this movie is wild, I think, because it's so it doesn't feel like a movie, it feels like I don't know what this guy, this director must have done something before this film because it doesn't feel like a movie that. Someone in the 80s would be like, oh yeah, this movie's gonna make a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like it just it feels so antithetical to buddy cop movies. Uh like they're still doing it, but they were like, let's just do our own thing. So the beginning of this is just them playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <or them laughs> but it starts stakeout. with them,
1: they're like on a stakeout of some yeah. kind.
0: Yes, they're on a stakeout, like uh, And I guess they were waiting. I,
3: were they waiting for Johnny Pants? Here, here's here's the thing. Pant, I sorry. don't think they were. It seemed like the vibe that I got was that they were just like, something's going to happen here. This this is a block where shit happens sometimes. And we're just going to wait around until some shit happens. Yes,
0: I think that's right. Yeah, you know? I don't think they like, were. It wasn't like an actual... They were just cops.
3: They like, were profiling. They were going. Right. Let's just see if somebody rolls up in <laughs> in a Mercedes or whatever was the the car that he had. Let's just see if somebody is, you know, wearing a coat that's too nice, and let's run up on them.
0: Yeah, and then they see <laughs> they see uh, Joey Pants. Uh, what was his name? Snipes? snakes Snakes. Snake. Snake. <laughs> or yeah. Snape. I want to believe he was a young
1: Severus snake. (laughs) He had, you know, just gone on like a year abroad from Hogwarts just to (laughs) discover himself. And he wound up in Chicago. With pink hair. Yeah, with pink (laughs) hair, just helping push cocaine around town.
0: Uh, so it was young Snape and, uh, and Julio. (laughs) Young Snape is my favorite CBS sitcom. (laughs) Jimmy Smiths uh, having to play, uh, this, I guess, drug pin, kingpin guy who had just gotten out of jail and was already back on top, uh, (laughs) real quickly trying around in a pink what was it Was it a mercedes i don't know it's just it was a mercedes yeah but before this before they see them they have this whole like <laughs> they have this whole thing where billy crystal just goes and grabs the ball from like 10 dudes who all are looked big um and he's and it's he's just so small and he's running around with this ball and they're like give me the ball give me the ball and have the most patience i've Ever seen street ballers have <laughs> for some random dude to steal their ball? Um, <laughs> and then they also I all that looked the- like grips,
1: they looked right? like the crew. <laughs> like, I think they wanted teenagers. And then couldn't get any teenagers yeah, on no, the they day. Were, they were all grown
2: men. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just a bunch of 40-year-old men who have nothing to do on a Tuesday at 11 in the morning. So they're just playing basketball in the middle of winter in Chicago. In Chicago. <laughs> Snowy-ass Chicago.
2: Uh,
0: and serious. And they also, I love that they showed like Billy Crystal's shoot and he missed badly and then he gets his own rebound he's like got my own rebound though (laughs) and i was like they left that in because they definitely laughed when that like there was no way he was supposed to miss (laughs) but they were like oh that's that's relatable i feel like that precise moment told me what this movie was going to be because i was like they didn't have him be good at basketball They didn't they didn't even have Gregory Hines be good at basketball like like it was just trying to show that these two cops like didn't really know didn't like like they were aimless they didn't have any they weren't really there for a purpose and they weren't like people you're supposed to look up to they're just two dudes.
1: Well, they're literally two guys who don't play by the rules. Like These 40-year-old these the men are playing basketball and Billy Crystal's like, <laughs> I know there are rules to basketball, but I'm going to ignore those, take the ball, dribble around, then pass it to my friend who's not even on the court, who then walks on the court and is traveling before like he starts boxing somebody out and
3: yeah the whole thing so what is you're very... saying is it's a, it was a, it's a perfect introduction like a perfect intro to these characters that we're gonna spend the next couple hours with
1: exactly yeah no i think the director it was a brilliant choice by the director who i should also say was a very good friend of oj simpson <laughs> Wow.
3: Just just needed to put that out. Just make yeah. sure everyone's on the same page. <laughs> his, uh,
1: his joke is that the first movie he ever made was Capricorn One, starring O.J. Simpson and Robert Blake. Uh, and it gave them, it was their first movies. And so maybe it wasn't his first movie, it was their first movies. And his joke is that he launched the career of two guys who would then go on to murder their wives.
3: <laughs> wow wow holy wow. <laughs> and this director is peter hyams yeah. Peter so, Hyams, and he was a
1: supporter too. of oj for a while it took him it took him a long time to <laughs> be like all right juice i don't believe you anymore you did this shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn oh man yeah i don't what was that uh was capricorn one a movie that people saw and liked yeah. No, Capricorn One oh, was a big movie. There you go. I mean, he did a he did
1: Outland. Yeah. He did a he he's a he's a well regarded director.
3: Yeah, Time Cop.
1: Yeah. The relic. Oscar right. winner, Time Cop.
0: <laughs> Oscar winner, Time Cop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and
0: so then we have this whole scene with uh Joy who has a briefcase of fifty thousand dollars. By the way, they like I, I'm trying to remember how they skirted around uh, coming into his place without a search warrant. Because he's like, do you have a search warrant? And then what did they... What was it? The,
2: they
1: I think Crystal just something. put his foot in the door. And then Gregory Hines was like, I'm just going to start
0: shooting the door. Oh, right. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm just going to start shooting the door. And it's going to have some holes in it. And if you're on the other side, you're going to have some holes in you too. <laughs> yeah, And then they and were a like... a bunch
1: of police departments were like, Everyone go watch that movie. That's good police work. That's
0: good police work. <laughs> he was like, "We're going to bring you down." Why? On what charge? Assault on a assault on a cop's foot, on a police officer's foot. I feel like this scene lasted like legitimately 10 minutes and I was like, "What is happening?" Cuz it's we, we're not finding out anything about the movie or the premise at all yet. And again, yeah. this premise doesn't come until halfway through the movie. Uh, <laughs> And it's just, like, these three guys. And then they wind up spending, like, a full day with
3: Joey Pants. Yeah, oh, yeah, and and I liked that, like, he kept saying things, like, uh, Snake kept saying things, like, you can't do this. This is this is wrong. You are not, like, he kept calling out that they weren't, like, they, they, they couldn't do it. And they also didn't have anything on him. What I liked about him in these scenes is, like, he would be like, that's my money, but not in a way of like, oh, they're gonna kill me if, if you take my money. He would just, he was very calm. Like he knew he he was within his rights to just have his money. And it was so frustrating how cavalier they were about it.
1: But also I feel like he, I feel like he kind of won the lottery in this because in that beginning scene, like Jimmy Smith's and he both get out of this car And Jimmy Smits gives him the briefcase to hold and then notices the cops. And it's like, oh, shit, the cops are here. Everybody scatter. And Snake just kind of ran away with the briefcase. (laughs) And like it just seemed like he had just been asked to hold this thing for a moment. And Jimmy Jimmy Smits was running scared and then (laughs) left. And if Snake had just gotten away... He would have been living in Florida, right? Uh, (laughs) This would
3: be a different movie. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I know. He instead ran to his apartment, I guess, Uh, and then and then they do this thing where they're like, they're like, "All right, this is now a neighborhood watch. If you guys, uh, there's, there's, this guy has fifty thousand dollars in unmarked bills. You know, no lock on his door. It's really easy to break in. So you guys have to make sure you have to take care of him. And then after they say that, and all these guys gather around this place while these people are still there which felt wild to me (laughs) then they then he's like okay take me in you have to arrest me take me in and then they just walk past them and there was no interaction in that at all and i was like what yeah (laughs) wait what (laughs) like i don't understand a part of me feels like
1: there's scenes of this movie that haven't made it like out into the world. Like, there's a Snyder cut of this movie, right? That I think so. is just like the scene after that, where they presumably now have to talk their way through this like throng of toughs that are all like, You said there's $50,000 in that yeah. briefcase. I already punched you earlier. Yeah, I know, like, <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't like, care. Like, yeah, uh, Billy Crystal got punched on the basketball court and that guy isn't going to jail and face no repercussions for assaulting a cop, which if I'm snake, I got to be fucking furious. Like, (laughs) You should be taking him in with you.
0: 100%. Yeah. I also, there are a lot of moments in this movie where I was like, Oh, they, I don't, I feel like not a lot of movies do this as much, but there was a lot of like criminals hesitating to kill cops. Like, real hesitation like i don't know like are we gonna do this like and they and billy and it's like billy crystal and gregory hines knew that they would all hesitate and so like had this like kind of confidence that it feels absurd and i couldn't tell if it was the like the comedy of the movie or just like this director was like "No, no no in reality you know Bad guys don't kill cops. You know, they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't dare because they know what hell would be unleashed on them if they did. They're all Uh, cowards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The mystery starts (laughs) where there's a, a guy who committed suicide and all the other cops are making jokes like. Were you guys interrogating somebody on the roof? Yes. Right. <laughs> to, it,
3: it happened so much to a point where I was like, hold on. Are they really they asking them before? this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, do they really want to know it? They... <laughs>
0: well, there's I was like, are we supposed to assume that they've killed people before? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that these guys, these everybody like literally all the other cops are like, Were you on the roof this morning? <laughs> like, yeah. did you push this guy off the roof and are calling it look, we're gonna we're all gonna
3: call it a suicide, but just let us know. He did it, right? <laughs> You're <were> like, wow. <laughs> they didn't let it go. Like, it happens in that scene, and then the captain does it later. Like, like it just keeps... They do not They do not let this go to a point that's, like, scary.
1: Again, I feel like, release the Snyder Cut to run and scared. <laughs> there are scenes that we don't see, which is, like, there's an opening scene where, yeah, they just behead somebody. And <laughs> they're just trying
0: to get answers. And... They just, yeah, lop a dude's head off. I feel like in in most movies, this would be the start of like, they're like, who is it? And they find out who it is there at the scene. And they're like, oh, my God, like, that's somebody we knew. What's going on? Like, this is deeper, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't really played like that. It was like they kind of were like, oh, it's kind of a coincidence. Anyway, I got to go to my aunt's funeral. You come in with like we're taking you with us, Joey Pants. And and yeah. then I was like, wait, what? And then they really go to his <laughs> right. aunt's funeral. I was like, wait, it's, it's really his aunt's funeral? <laughs> <laughs> like it But just they feels missed the service. They're only the service there for there. the
1: like burial. Like
0: and like not even like they're like there for like I feel like the the everything ends like two minutes later. Like
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is abuse. This is abuse of this guy's rights. Like, why are they taking him? Why? Why are they taking him? Have to be uh, handcuffed. Just he's it's demeaning, demoralizing. Yes, he's handcuffed to Gregory Hines the whole time. The priest is like, don't touch me. After he sees the the handcuffs, it's just like he didn't deserve. I don't know what type of guy Snake is, but he doesn't deserve this. He seems like
1: a misunderstood guy. I mean, he's just a guy who, you know, he's into music. He seems like he's (laughs) probably in a band that 50 grand was going to, you know, get him and his band, some studio time. Now. No, I will say at the funeral, my uh, favorite moment was when Billy Crystal's character, who I feel like I didn't learn his name until 45 minutes in uh, Danny Costanzo, Oh, that's Uh, right. When he was getting served. Yeah. He sees his one living aunt and is like, hey, Aunt Sophie, good to see you, whatever. They exchange pleasantries. And then Gregory Hines says, hey, Aunt Sophie. And she just looks him dead in the eyes and she's like, I'm not your aunt. (laughs) (laughs) And then just keeps it moving in this way that's like... I feel like you're a racist. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) You denied that with such vitriol in a way that just makes it feel like I would never, I could never, no, there is no way any blood of mine is anything near a zip code of your blood. Get away
0: from me, mud man. Yeah, that speech actually is in the Snyder cut version of. Uh, yeah. Scared. Uh, no, a hundred percent because especially because the ex-wife seems to be very friendly with Gregory Hines and like like
1: he's they the kiss go- on the
3: mouth. Yeah. 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 They yeah. do. She. They. Well, and how long had they been partners, right? Presumably sixteen years. Yeah. Yeah. So 16 years. Yeah. They clearly like love each other.
2: Like,
3: yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So it seems like like. Gregory is a good guy to Billy's friends and family. So for his aunt, that aunt to be like, you're not, she has to be racist. Like, yeah, (laughs)
2: like. there's nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: And There's, it might have been improv, and it, it might just be that actress was racist. That was the first thing she came up.
3: with. <laughs> oh my god! I,
0: I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I, uh, no, no disrespect to whoever she is. There's no way she's still alive. Um, it was Glenn
3: Close. Oh
1: it was, what? It was, I'm uh, just saying numbers-wise. Uh, like, let's real. Right. Well, I didn't it was like Glenn any Close. of that, it, was, so. it was her. It was one of her first roles.
3: It was Glenn
0: Close. <laughs> it was Glenn Close. <laughs> it was Glenn Close. <laughs> What was her name? Aunt Aunt Sophie? I think uh, it was Aunt Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. Obel- yeah. She died in 2012. See. Um,
3: Don't say see. Oh. All right. Let's move on. What happened to the
0: next? Scene? Was it just
1: because like Obama got reelected and <laughs> oh she was like, God. I'm Not out. Not my president.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: she was able to survive uh, the first four years, but she couldn't do another
3: four. Why did I have to be present for this? <laughs> this, yeah. this is hurting my insides to think um,
0: about. Oh, uh, hurting your insides because of all the laughter, um, <laughs> guys. Uh, so we finally maybe get to a. Oh wait, no, 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 no. There's another scene. There's a scene. There's the scene where they get they get um you know uh well, I was gonna say stuck mugged. up they get
3: mugged they by get mugged yeah yeah these two these two guys before they go back to the precinct these guys have real guns right yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, yeah,
1: yeah. But they've got, like, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a zip silencer or something like that when you put, like, uh, some cardboard tubes and shit around the barrel. So the guns looked like they were made of boxes.
0: Right. Yeah, they did. And this was the first instance of them literally just, like, telling these people that they were cops and going, like, what are you going to do? Like, I dare you to shoot me. And I was like, what is stopping these people from shooting these cops? Like who is going to like, there's nobody around. Like, how would they, I don't know. It just felt, it just was, it just, (laughs) I don't know.
2: But what got me
3: was as they were driving away, (laughs) when the car started driving towards them, they just emptied their (laughs) their guns (laughs) into the car. Like the guy's, never fired a weapon like they, the other guys never fired a weapon they were just driving away from it didn't even it didn't even have the the like retelling it i'm like oh maybe it was they that were driving they were towards them. driving towards them right yeah. but like in the in watching it it was like no it just feels like they're trying <laughs> it does not feel like the cops are in any danger they're just firing directly into the windshield and we are lucky the glass doesn't break and <laughs> kill yeah. them
1: Also, the guys who robbed or tried to rob uh, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal had a nicer car. (laughs) Like, they seemed like they were more well off. They literally had a nicer car. They should have, after seeing the car that these guys were getting out of, been like, hey, do you guys need anything? Like, this is a stick-up. But if you need something, you let us know. Because we can go rob some other people around this funeral because you know where's a hot bed of money, a funeral. <laughs>
0: <laughs> people come out of funerals, they they usually are carrying briefcases of $50,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this was, just, oh, we, we did get the nice, that scene that's in the trailer of, of them doing the squat, and Gregory Hines does truly <laughs> the craziest squat and
3: shoot I have I've ever seen <laughs> in my Hell life. Yeah. He's a you gotta you gotta make sure you are sturdy when you you know because there's a lot of kickback on the, on the pistol He's just you know
0: like, full legs full spread it's it's quite funny <laughs> and then they find out then they get back to their precinct to find out that after the whole rigmarole with getting trying to get served uh <laughs> that the guy who was killed was a cop and they have to like figure out who did it now um, they didn't care. They did not care. They before. didn't care. Before. They were making jokes. <laughs> yes. They were making, they were still making jokes. Cause they were like, Oh, we found out what happened to that, that body. And they were like, Oh yeah. Did they, you know? Uh, yeah. Was it a cement death by cement? <laughs> like, right. blah, blah blah. No, he drowned. Wow. He drowned. He can't swim in water or cement. That's a tough luck. <laughs> and then they're like, it was a cop. And then they're like, I'm so sorry.
3: Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It matters now. <laughs> Oh, you mean a, a human life was <laughs> expunged? A blue oh life
1: died? <laughs> yeah. Because they're the only ones that matter. I mean, it's so
0: obvious. Yeah.
3: <laughs> when they're getting served, they the guy's like just trying to figure out who to give it to and he gives it to Snake and he's like, I'm one of the abused. He like literally yeah. says like, he's I'm like, one of the abused. And he Yeah, is. are you a
0: lawyer? Can I get your card? Yeah. That guy just walks away. <laughs> what's funny too though is like the
1: cop that gets killed to your point he was drowned and then thrown off a roof like that's that would be the mystery like i feel like there's a sherlock that's just built around like somebody was drowned and then thrown off of something where did they really die and why were they killed in such a bizarre fashion right and you would think like oh, okay, this is an interesting movie. It's clearly Hydro-Man and the Vulture working together, (laughs) and these guys have to stop it because Spider-Man's out of town. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, like, even in regular cop films, like, this is one of those things where you, like, you find out, like, that the cop was dirty, and then, then you think that this was the person he was working with, and then you find out, like, that's not actually the person they were working with, it's this other person, and there's this insider, and blah, blah, blah. Literally none of that, like, they they're like, okay, we gotta find this guy. I bet it's this other dude. And then they go to the other dude and it, the guy's like, Yeah, it was me. I killed that cop. And I'm like, oh, so the oh well that mystery's it's solved. Now it's it's over. We know who did it. It was Jimmy Smith.
1: I do have a weird theory about this movie, which is that it's not really a cop movie, it's actually a rom-com about <laughs> Billy Crystal trying to get back with his ex-wife and the way that it's being done is uh an angel-hearted drug dealer basically uh creates a bunch of chaos in the city and threatens a bunch of people's lives so to try to get these two lovers back together
0: That is actually an interesting movie, uh, <laughs> and if you really squint, you can see it in in this one that we've watched. <laughs> Even though we know nothing about Billy Crystal's ex wife, like at, there's like three scenes with her yeah. before she's a damsel in distress. It, it's it's funny though because I did I thought you were going to say it was a rom com between these two guys, uh, and I realized there's not much there's not much conflict between them, and usually yeah, they don't
3: break they don't break up. They, there's they never no break moment up. where they break up, which I feel like you, you kind of need in these movies too. You like yeah. need that moment where the buddies break up and they're like against each other, you know, so that they, but they have to come back together because they took my wife or whatever it is, you know, but it didn't happen. I feel like yeah. they're
1: only, I feel like they're only like breakups per se are just every time that uh, Gregory Hines is having sex. and. <laughs> because it's it's almost like he's put a sock on the door and told billy crystal don't come in and billy crystal's upset and then after a while he's like you know what fuck it i'm coming in and i'm gonna sit on the bed with them and when he's done doing whatever he's doing then we can go back to having fun time bro
0: hang (laughs) it's literally what happens in this movie (laughs) it's so it is it's so this movie definitely does not follow most basic movie structure (laughs) because it's like we don't we we get a mystery but then we realize like that's not even the thing they almost get killed there were undercover cops who were there which doesn't make any sense by the way, unless they were and like those undercover cops were regular police officers they weren't even like fbi like they were undercover Chicago police officers who are new who are young right <laughs> and then later on the the chief is like okay t- take these guys under your wing so they can learn from you and i'm like these people just did like a huge mission and now you're going to teach them like i don't right. what but there was also the chief said something about
1: the DEA being involved and we never see the right. DEA never yeah and
0: it doesn't and that doesn't even make sense um
1: Again, I'm going to say it again. Release the John
0: Schneider cut. <laughs> yeah. And, I lo- and then they capture Jimmy Smith's, like, again, pretty easily, like. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, after Joey Pants dies. And and then after that, they're just like, all right, we almost died. We should retire. And there's a scene of them arguing. And then within the scene, they're like, yeah, no. He's like, yeah, we should retire. And then they go to Key West. And I was like, what is this movie about?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it feels very much like that, like, um, they're like, we just have to go to Key West because it's cool in Beverly Hills cop when he goes to Beverly Hills and it's a different vibe for a little bit, you know, like it felt like they just wanted to do that. (laughs) Like, let's have a scene where, you know, we're seeing a bunch of women in bikinis and like they're laughing and having fun and, and then that's it, you know, like just, just to have this moment, we're going <laughs> to, I will we, say, we I
1: bought this Michael McDonald song and we got to use it. know, <laughs> my
0: goodness. They love these songs. Um, I will say I did legitimately, I thought that was like very, very funny when they came out, uh, and everybody's looking at the sunset and they're like, what are you looking at? Is there a body? Is there a body? And they're like, no, the sun is setting. And they're like, ha, very funny. What? So what's going on? No, we're, <laughs> we were watching the sunset and he's like the sun sets every day. I know we watch it every day. What? All <laughs> right, I guess. All right. I'll, I guess we'll check this out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is such a great, that is a, that is a great, like little poke of fun of like city people. Cause it's, it's true. Like there's always so much, so many things happening that it's very rare that people just take the time to just watch a sunset.
3: Um, and it did look incredible like the sunset it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all clocked this, but this montage that happens after this, we only see women of color with Gregory Hines. <laughs> and we only see the whitest of women with Billy Crystal. And they and even though they they're they're
0: there's it, one white woman that was with Gregory Hines on the, yes, back of the bike. Yes. And yeah. I was
3: like, I bet if I rewind this and like look real close, I'll see exotic features <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that, would, that would suggest yes. they are, <laughs> But it but it's a montage of different women, but they were like yeah, but we can't. <laughs> we can't have a we white don't... guy with him with a POC woman. <laughs> we we never see have... him every.
0: Anytime he's in the bed with a woman, it's with a it's it's with a woman of color. I mean, this was such. A, I mean, like, I, like again, just classic eighties. Just like they're like, all right, the, you get the women in the roller skates and those like high waist uh, bikinis, and um, this is like every man, you know, every average man's dream, like. You know, they just get to chill with your bro and have a bunch of sex and drink some beer and like, you know, be in Key West. while well, a bunch of ladies wear what look
1: like uncomfortably fitting <laughs> swimsuits <laughs> and just too high-waisted. It really just yeah. seems like it's digging right into your pelvic bones. Um, I will say again, because I do, I feel like, I feel like if anything, we should try to find a way to reach out to peter hyams to get the snyder cut of this because <laughs> there is in uh in that montage the first thing the weird scene where they're fishing and billy crystal is pouring beer down gregory Hines' throat as he yells fish uh there's a moment where they want like some two ladies two white ladies show up with food and it's like, hey, we don't need to fish anymore. We can just go with these ladies on this boat and eat. But then Gregory Hines gets up and he's wearing bikini briefs. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, what was this whole bikini brief scene like? <laughs> like, like, Billy Crystal's wearing swim trunks. Like, what, what did we miss here?
0: That happened. There, there's another scene where he's wearing that shirt that's like cut out at the at the mid You know what I mean? I forgot what yeah, type of shirt. But that was like that was that was a that,
3: that was that, that was fashion. I, I was like, my man, he's doing it right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he
1: had the midriff and he had on like the three quarter length pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: man. Uh and I then didn't Billy Crystal had end.
1: jean shorts that he rolled the he rolled the cuffs of them, like rolled them into cuffs to turn them into like short shorts. <laughs> yeah, when he was they on are, roller skates.
0: They just looked so happy. Yeah. And uh. then they came back to Chicago and they were like, yeah, that was another funny moment in the they're in the taxi and they're like, man, some of these people just need to slow down. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then they are still on skates in Chicago. Yeah. Like they just go <laughs> skate like across the street and they never mentioned it again. <laughs> I do feel like, again, in the conversation of defunding the police, if you were to show every police station uh, just the video of those guys in Key West and said, like, look, if we put resources to other things, yeah, a lot of you won't be cops anymore, but you know what you'll get to do is put on short shorts and go roller skate around and live your best (laughs) life in Key West. and." that'll somehow, that'll be better. That's money that now can go into schools. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I do. I really feel like this film was in a weird way, the most accurate portrayal of cops I've ever seen, because it's like, this is exactly like both in terms of like the fact that they're, (laughs) they don't know. They really don't know what they're doing. They're absolutely reckless. Uh, They're clearly like brutalizing people and like, and their philosophy on it. Like, you know, like, Oh, we're, we're helping clean up these, we're helping clean up these streets. And like, they're, they're not really, you know, and they like kind of know that, but like, that's just what they have to believe. And then like, even, even when they're talking about retiring, Gregory Hines is like, okay, but like, we better get like, we better get stuck up at the bar, like a couple of times. Like I need some action in my life. Like I need to, I need somebody to point a gun at me. Like I like getting shot at. And you're like... (laughs) There are definitely real cops who, like, you know what I mean, like, who are yeah. waiting for those moments to happen. Um, uh, not all police officers. Uh, I my <laughs> my <laughs> brother-in-law is a police officer, but uh, but uh, it's it is. Does he listen it, to the podcast? He, he, I'm sure he listens to it every week. No, okay. <laughs> just like James and I do. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You hear that sponsors every week. <laughs> um, Wait, is he a sponsor?
2: Yeah. Is yeah. his
0: department, it's yeah, his yeah. His department sponsor? sponsor? San Francisco his Police Department, department. <laughs> sponsor. Um uh but no, I mean the, anyway, they get they get back they get back to Chicago and they find out that Jimmy Smith has been able to go free for I don't understand the reason. I, I like even if they can't get him on some Don't of they the... say
3: he just, they say, like, he made bail, just something like that, which is, like, he could, there's bail, like, they set up bail and he could do that? Like,
0: <laughs> it made no sense to me. I was like, there are so many charges they could have gotten this guy on. Even if he didn't shoot, what's his name? He clearly ordered him to be shot. Right. And then he he was going to kill these other two cops. And we see him, like, didn't they... Wait, did the pants scene happen before this or after? Oh no, it was after. Yeah, but also presumably the two cops who'd been undercover this whole yeah.
1: time—they've had to have gotten hey, something. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, come on. And their guns were there. They saw the those shipment of guns. Like, I don't, I, I don't get how they didn't have enough evidence on them at all. I just don't understand that. Um, anyway,
3: right? It felt like that thing of like it needed to be specifically the drug. Like they needed to. They wanted the drugs. him yeah. doing it right and it ha- if they don't do that then everything else is worthless which is a thing right. that happens all the time in movies and i wonder how you know i wonder how real <laughs> that is like it's 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 in every every movie with an undercover cop it's like if we don't get them you know
2: with,
3: with we don't catch them with the drugs in their hand mid mid-delivery right, <laughs> like, right. Like, they'll then, be, then they'll we'd... go free yeah
2: <laughs> i don't yeah.
0: presumably it has to happen it does happen uh sometimes and i do know when they're building huge cases they like they collect all this evidence so they can nail all these people at the same time like they 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 yeah. do like take down whole factions of gangs at the same time but like i don't know it was a weird anyway even this so the the, i feel like the pant scene was soon after this
3: Uh, yeah yeah i can't remember what happened before because this was a this was the like this was the scene that it was like oh they're they are they're definitely on edge now like right but i can't remember what happened before that but people had already been like okay yeah yeah they steal his car
1: and then gregory hines flips
0: off a child (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> that was funny <laughs> it was it made no sense but it, was, it was funny it made no sense but that little kid like keep keeping peeking in and doing all these different middle they fingers they threaten
3: they threatened them with calling immigration like right before yeah. that so it's like it i would have thought him flipping off the kid was funny had it had had the moment right before was it you want immigration to come in here
2: <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and then, it's and awful people
3: she she she, she she gives information that like could have could lead to her death like she could she could die for telling you anything and but you threaten uh, you threaten immigration and then you and then you flip off a kid and we're supposed to be like hilarious <laughs> Like right. you know, this is so funny their livelihood is has been ruined but but so funny that you flipped off that kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah they're terrible people <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly, and then they, and then we have this moment where, yeah, after they driving around the car and they see this little kid run, and they're like, "Okay, that's it, that's the kid," and they uh, follow him up to wherever this guy's staying, and they burst in, and <laughs> there's guns pointed at them. Uh, I yeah, Billy Crystal goes in first, and he has three guns pointed at him, and then Gregory Hines comes in, and then we have another scene where. <laughs> <laughs> these people with guns are like ah, we can shoot them but should we yeah <laughs> i'm just like what it's a moral dilemma
1: <laughs> do we really li- want do we really want death on our hands we're just yeah. a criminal organization that sells <laughs> drugs and delete moves illegal guns across state lines like yeah that's what we do what those guns are being used for hey once they're out of our hands we have no connection to it (laughs) but do we
0: want to get our actual hands dirty oh i don't know uh and then also did those guys ever get a i I understand he puts handcuffs
3: on them but then they both leave those men and don't come back for a while this was the backup though this was the this was the time they called backup so so like yes those guys doesn't the backup doesn't cut the
0: whole pant scene happens
3: before the backup comes Oh right, so maybe there's a chance that those guys like, it's, but maybe, I mean, I assume that they didn't. But
1: you're I, talking about the guys that they just like handcuffed to places, on the couch. And yeah, and said like, "Don't say anything, yeah, or <laughs> we'll
0: shoot you." Uh, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and then we have a hostage situation with the pants, as, as previously talked about, and yeah, they don't want to get their pants. They're both wearing long johns under, which is very realistic for Chicago, I will say. Chicago wind, man. Whew.
3: This was another scene that I wanted to laugh at because of, just because of how uh, how upset about taking his pants off <laughs> Gregory Hines was going to be. Like, he was so against it. We get to keep our pants, man. We, no. You know, like, he, like, was so upset. But then... He was just in like Key West in a, in, like, a, in, a, in a swimming trunks. <laughs> well, but but he but specifically the thing that got me was that he kept saying like we're gonna. He has a hostage. We gotta risk it. <laughs> we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta risk this woman's life. We can. I can't even see him clearly. We gotta try. Right? Mm-hmm. It's better than to keep our pants on. What? No, take your pants off. It's still something. the
1: South Side of Chicago. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's not. If it's not like this is happening on the North Side. Are you saying a South Sides person, uh, their life is worth more than my pants? (laughs) Feel these pants. This is a good corduroy.
3: Oh, no. That's in the Snyder cut of this. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Again,
1: release the the Snyder cut, Peter Hyams. OJ
0: would want you to do it. Also, I do think we're supposed to be... Like impressed by the fact that they have never called for backup before, and then like when the other cops are like, "Well, you never called for backup. It had to be something real bad this time," and then later on when they're with the other two guys and they're like, "Should we call for backup?" and they're like, "Well, oh, you want to call for backup?" <laughs> like, Like yeah. I was like, I, I was like, what?
3: They did the they're... same kind of razzing when <laughs> oh, when what they were you, getting sissy. <laughs> you yeah, call for the... backup? <laughs> they did the same razzing when they were getting um vests like every time they tried to to log out a a a vest they were like oh what do you uh, you know you could get shot in the face too right uh, let me only guess you babies. have lower back problems too like
1: <laughs> only babies wear bulletproof vests <laughs> although then billy crystal got shot by a cop
0: yeah. and then that cop was not apologetic no. in any way shape or form yeah and in fact was hostile was still hostile it was yeah. like well, like you're going to shoot t- me.
1: T- to your point, Jonathan, as far as it feeling like accurate to real life, I feel like there have been many stories about police yeah. going into places, firing guns, and hitting each other. So yeah. that Mouthful. does
0: track. It feels, it feels, and it feels like they would be like, hey, I mean,
3: sorry, but like, dude, you were wearing a vest. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, on, yeah. and then they, okay. And then they rag on him for not being a better shot like you (laughs) you were at point blank range and you didn't kill me like (laughs) what
0: that happens yes yeah i mean it's just such a that's why i was like wow this is it's just like it's so clearly toxic that it's it's comedic but it doesn't feel Unrealistic. It feels like it's not like oh, police would never behave this way. It's like no, this is exactly how
2: police behave. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I and I don't know <laughs> if this is just me being naive, but I kept I kept waiting for those two undercover cops to be to be bad, bad. because Same. like because they in a
0: in a regular movie
3: they would be they sh- <laughs> yeah right right and, and they shoot when they shoot snake they shoot him immediately like there's no they didn't need to <laughs> they right. did. Need to. And then and then shooting um, Billy Crystal in, th- in that moment, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Is this is this the moment when it's finally happening? Like and then we learned that like they were. But then, no, it was just that he it was just an accident. You know,
1: it was also weird to watch uh, the those cops that uh, the undercover cops, because one of them was on Seinfeld. <laughs> And yes. He was like that's where knew him from. He was like a homeless guy that uh, Kramer gave some Tupperware to, and uh, and then Kramer didn't uh, he didn't want to give the Tupperware back because he was like you don't give back Tupperware. And then I think at some point he also had like George's toupee and. <laughs> maybe was doing something he may have done like a few episodes cause he may have also been part of Kramer's weird, uh, rickshaw business, the sort of public transportation rickshaw. And mm-hmm. so I was like, Oh, that guy from Seinfeld. And then there was like another guy from Seinfeld who shows up in it, uh, as well. He was like one of the cops, like he was like the Q branch of the police department that took their beat up piece of shit car and turned it into a state-of-the-art taxi cab.
0: Oh my god! Yes, uh, I found him. It's uh, John Grie Grice Grease? Yeah. G R I E S. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's very recognizable. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so then we get uh, after that after that shootout scene. Then there's like they find they have this guy. They what
3: did they? How did they?
0: of course him to give up the information i'm trying to remember
3: oh they, oh he he was like i i can't go they to knew jail, his dad
0: <laughs> they knew his dad they're like your dad always used to squeal like
3: well he, i think what happened was that like they were going to they yeah right that's why they took they took him to a side because they were like we're going to get information out of him and then yeah. he but then he volunteered to just like let me <laughs> i can't go to jail i'll tell you right. literally anything
0: <laughs> right and then he's like we'll let you go Also, I guess he got away because they found they. He's there later on. Even though he's the
3: he's he's the tattoo artist, and then he's also um, and then he's also at the wherever the building is, right? But when they
0: undo the handcuffs, they're like, "Get him!" They're the cops are right behind him. How did he get away? (laughs)
3: My man was fast. He was quick.
0: He was quick. Uh, Yeah, we have the whole um uh the scene with the uh, the airport and they go to the airport and uh but there's there's jugs on the airport <laughs> there are, uh cops are already there, and so they feel bad because they're not getting the credit even though they didn't want the credit, just again, just the toxic male ego <laughs> uh, and then they then they leave, but then they see they just chance upon Jimmy Smiths like as they're leaving um talking to uh, a priest and a nun uh and he's he runs away they follow him in the in their new undercover car which is a taxi now with bulletproof windows that can't roll down <laughs> um and then this is truly the wildest chasey like just in terms of the fact that it felt it wasn't for me exciting as a car chase scene but it went on for a very long time, Man, and they there were was, on
3: the tracks. <laughs> there was a long
0: part of it where they're on the tracks, and it just looks like a like a video game. Like it looks like <laughs> it looks like when when uh, uh, amusement rides come out with new roller coasters, right. and they like try to show you what the ride is going to be like. Yeah. Man, know? I don't know. I
3: was hyped for this part. This part, I was like, what is going? <laughs> it was so nonsensical. I couldn't believe it. they were. Not only were they riding on the tracks, but they could switch. They would switch. <laughs>
2: they they were able
3: to to drive on the where the where the lanes would switch i don't know how they did that it was great and then they and then the next scene the car is just off
1: all the point of view footage is to johnson's point it's all just the camera is on a train like it's not on the car it is very 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 clearly this has been shot on a train and you see it just traveling uh, like uh, like a train would, and then they cut to them, and they're <laughs> just like shaking like.
3: It was too much. I loved it. This was great. <laughs> <laughs> this this part made it made no sense, and it was awesome. <laughs>
1: like, it was a great commercial for the L train.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and what and whatever those tires were yes. to all for, on both cars to hold up. <laughs> There was that part where they shoot at the bulletproof glass windows, and they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and then they try, they're like, oh, they can't roll down. I'm gonna kill them because <laughs> they can't shoot back. I, I just, it was. I also don't understand how they got out of that car in time and out up out of the train tracks. Yeah, no, um, this was
3: great. I couldn't
0: believe, okay. it. <laughs> I couldn't believe
1: it. Oh, at when they point, got into how- the the trash compactor
3: car Well that's another. No, that part a two, Okay, scene. see this is what this cause this is what but happened with sh- the sh- movie. Sh- yeah. I was like fully against it. I was I was, I was against the movie for the first what I was probably an hour and 20 minutes. Then they drive the car on the train tracks I was like oh this is crazy. Then the, then the then the garbage can just picks them up. I was like oh there was just too much crazy stuff. Gregory Hyde scales a building. <laughs> he scales a building with window washer. I uh that There's was a, to, I was I was hooked at this point. At this point, I was like, yes, running scared. So this is funny. the best buddy cop movie I've ever seen. I feel like <laughs> that's so funny. I feel like
0: whatever the more they went into like the actual action, the less the the more I came out of the movie. Because I was like, Don't try to be a real movie. You're not. <laughs> you haven't been this whole time. Don't no, they were
3: like, they were like, what you don't know is we got some crazy shit happening in the third act of this movie. It's about to be insane the whole Uh, second half of the movie is nonsense and it was great
0: how did they ever get that taxi off those (laughs) train
3: tracks? they would have had to drive it backwards or like lift it out somehow you know right (laughs) i think we're
0: supposed to believe that they drove back the other way and Uh, didn't get out of the car to follow those guys for no real reason no
3: reason for no reason
0: (laughs) i love that we got two like we got the scene of them with the their chief and then the the nun and the priest where they're apologizing and then they're like it's just that he's using you to smuggle drugs and they take out the, they take out these bags and then it's like it's sand which by the way doesn't it's like it, if that is the case it's like the, this is sand which it makes sense for for it to be hidden but wouldn't these people go like, okay, were we were we set up? I don't know. It just felt like it. It begged more questions. to Why is sand no, hidden? They, in they love these him. Figurines. You know what I mean.
3: They love him. He is a he is a right. He's a good boy. avid supporter. You know they yeah. they and they are people of the cloth. They 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 believe in the in the best. <laughs> in, in in everyone.
1: <laughs> I have a theory about the sand. I think the idea because they. Uh, they had all this pottery in their luggage and I was, I had thought, okay, there are these bags of sand in there and they thought it was cocaine. And then they find out it's sand. I thought the excuse they were going to say was you put a bag of sand in like a vase so that it has like, uh, it's filled on the inside so it doesn't Mm -hmm. get crushed in, in travel and so right. that's so that was like that's where i was Got like it. oh okay i see how you could explain away the sand as like oh it's like padding it's filling out the it's filling out this vase Got uh it. that was
0: just that's just me i like that i like that explanation i the other thing that i just thought of was the weight but i don't know if that makes any sense <laughs> i don't know why that would <laughs> I matter to
1: pay yeah you are gonna pay more to travel sand <laughs> But from then we're supposed Colombia. to believe that the
0: the pottery itself was made of cocaine? Yes. Yeah.
1: It... <laughs> yeah. Which uh. you're going to have to take a loss on any of the cocaine that you painted. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just a straight loss right
0: there. <laughs> when they broke it up and they were like, this is the cocaine. I literally was like, How, co- is cocaine a substance in which you can make pottery
3: from? Yeah, baby. That's <laughs> is it?
0: I don't. <laughs> I just...
3: Yeah, you've, Truly?
1: Never, you've never gone every year. They have a cocaine sandcastle building competition <laughs> in Miami. It's uh, it's oh. it's great. Uh, I watch it. It's on ESPN2 every uh, every year. Um, Why do you think
3: they call it Pier 1 Imports? <laughs> you know, because that's just imported, baby. You know.
0: I don't like it.
1: I yeah, did no, like I've... when they crushed it. I feel like most movies when somebody needs to know whether something's cocaine, they take a little bit and they like lick it or well, put it on a taste. Yeah. They sniffed it. <laughs> they just sniffed it. And they were like, yes. Oh, cocaine." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And, yeah. So there's also that to take into account that the rest of the movie is just them. Okay. up. <laughs>
0: Which does make sense, actually.
1: Yeah, that's why Gregory Hines is gonna get on a window washer's like uh, <laughs> pulley system and just go swinging around a giant mall shooting an Uzi. He's on cocaine. He's like, "Yeah, I could do this shit."
3: There's also that point when the when the rook, when the rookies, I guess they're rookies, run run in, and Gregory Hines screams, "Shoot them! They're with Gonzalez!" But like. <laughs> And I couldn't tell if he was talking about right. the, the rookies
0: no, or he was talking about the uh the people dressed as security officers. Right, right. Because so they so you know yeah. that
3: you know they're not yeah. security. But it's just funny to think like he's, he's <laughs> just so doped up that he's like, fuck <laughs> those guys. Yeah. <laughs> they've been they've been shit to me this whole time. <laughs> they've been following but me you- around this store. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh my god yeah well how did the uh, how did the kidnap did we see jimmy smith's following them i might i might have missed it. No, how did they but know but i don't think
3: we i don't we we didn't need i didn't i didn't need anything you, need you know because this you happened this, ha- this happens all the time right where it's just like <laughs> it literally happens in, in, in and, movies and yes. every one of these movies this happens yeah this happens all the time to me you guys don't uh but you know just she's walking outside and there they are you know that's great i love it and they're they're there and they know <laughs> and the but the way they catch her is what's cool about it because see this is the thing about this the, the later half of this movie is they just do little like cool little stuff she gets stuck in the, in the turnstile. Like, <laughs> because there's one person on one side there's and the other person on the other. They the other. timed it out
0: perfectly. They were waiting there for
3: her. They knew
0: she was going to come out. And then they were like, okay, and this is what we're going to do. When she comes out, I'm going to go you, in one side. You have to make sure you go in right. You have to make sure you go right <laughs> after her. Okay. And then you, when you go right after her, I'm going to, I'm going to pop out and she's going to try to go back, but you're going to be there and it'll be cool. And they're like, "Why don't we just grab her when she comes out?" No, 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 dude, this is way more dramatic.
3: Come on, man. everybody's worst nightmare is getting stuck. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> stuck now. stick stuck in a turnstile. Okay, but then doesn't she have the opportunity to scream for help? She... Oh my god, are you really going to overanalyze this?
2: <laughs>
0: it's oh, like, Jake, are you really going to overanalyze?
1: Oh, us? she's gone. All right, now we're going to have to wait till she finds another, another door turn. with a turnstile.
0: <laughs> we have to capture her like this it's gonna be she's gonna be so frightened
1: (laughs) she's on the bus Uh, now are you happy
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh so yeah they kidnap her they where was this place that they took her was this a
3: stadium or was this a mall i thought it was a mall i I can't remember just a mall It was a mall in chicago it had to be right yeah because they were like dressed up as mall security officers yeah um I don't know. I mean, th- this is the
0: this is the part that I didn't care cuz this was like a regular movie like action scene It <laughs> doesn't doesn't actually make any when sense. When they were
3: like the window washer rig, I thought it was going to be one of those lifts, like right. one of the like carts. Uh-huh. <laughs> like-
0: that's what we James, that's what we all thought. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what we all thought.
0: Otherwise, you just say, "Nope, but there's some rope and you could scale the building." <laughs> yeah.
1: He had to pull himself up. That is one thing that Gregory Hines' character does not get enough credit for the fact that he did like the gym class, you've got to climb a rope uh, move up an entire building. <laughs> entire building. Like he's in such great shape that he was able to do that. And that that's a movie unto itself. <laughs>
0: My favorite part about that whole thing was that before he does anything, the other two cops run into the building. So it was like complete, like he didn't need to do this at all. There was no real tactical advantage. And if anything, he winds up getting stuck hanging from this rope, just swinging back and forth. Like he could have so easily been shot at. Uh, luckily, all the bad guys are bad, have bad aim, and and that's, but how that's generally how it fun is. Fun
3: was <laughs> that my man slid down from. The top. I was everything that happened at the end of this movie was complete and utter ridiculousness, and I loved it. He slides down. I don't know how he does that. Like that's not a thing it's supposed to be able to do, right? right. Yes, he slides fully down the rope. He's fine. Uh, he shoots that one guy and then he's like, yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, That's right. He says something like that. Yeah, he he does. He Uh, like
0: shouts. It was great. Uh, Billy Crystal yells at his ex-wife to jump from one elevator to the other, even though I didn't fully get where they both was just her door just stuck?
3: Her. his door was open behind him we could okay. we could see it was open behind him and so if she if she, had she not done that then she would have just been stuck until St- someone stuck. could have come to get her but yeah
1: yeah <laughs> but the whole thing was that Jimmy Smith's uh set them up he he created a Sophie's Choice by r- rigging her elevator like both elevators were going to get stuck and hers wasn't going to be able to open, uh, which I will say, from what little I know of elevators, if you can't open it from the outside, from the inside, usually someone can open it from the outside. So Billy Crystal theoretically could have gone out of his own elevator, walked to hers, and then there's a release that would have opened the doors. (laughs) But I don't want to nitpick.
3: <laughs> there nah. was two bullets were flying, cocaine was was going off the edge. There was you no have time to, to think about also, that. Also, he was you high.
0: He was high on cocaine. Yeah. He, he definitely was high on coke. Uh, and then he throws the rest of it. I mean, he he sniffed a little bit more, and then he threw the rest. Of it. Yeah. You want your coke? My cocaine. <laughs>
3: that was my <laughs> Jimmy Smiths. Uh, he had to keep screaming, "My cocaine!" Yeah, that was yeah. the part I didn't understand. Why did he do that? Like what was that supposed to do? Was the goal of that to just to kill them both? This, no throw. Wait, what? Well, to- <laughs> oh, why did
0: why did Billy do that? Yeah, to- was the
3: was? <laughs> I it felt like all that did was just anger. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, Smith more. Yeah.
0: I think it was supposed to. It's like a. Uh what's the other movie that's just like this where they have the diamonds and he throws the diamonds? Oh, yeah.
3: It's just a to Titanic? To get get him distracted so that she could, so that (laughs) she could He said Titanic. (laughs) Titanic, yeah, when they throw the time. Money Talks is what it is. Oh, Money Talks,
0: Money Talks. (laughs) But Um, but
3: it's very similar
0: premises. I mean, they're the same. They're both, I mean he's not a he's not a cop and that uh, neither of them are cops but it's the Titanic (laughs) oh yeah that my favorite buddy cop film yeah (laughs) (laughs) um uh yeah and and whatever I mean they killed Jim Uh, they there's a fun play where they're they have the thing again of like I shot him no I shot him which I thought was funny because we have noted some in specifically Beverly Hills cop uh Eddie Murphy doesn't really get to kill the big bad. The white chief does at the end, uh, and this felt like I don't know if they cared or knew about that, but it felt like this play of like was it you or me who killed them? Uh, we both did, you know, or you shot him, I shot him, and then at the end, it's just like they both shot him, I guess, um, and they had to shoot him again. I don't know why he didn't die the first time
3: for suspense. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: and then his Excitement.
0: body, his body rode an escalator. Come on.
3: This movie ends with the <laughs> with his body going down the full escalator and yeah. we watch it. <laughs>
0: and we watch it. Yeah. They really... Yeah, that was something. He was like, I don't like... I don't like violence, but I do want to see a dead body ride an escalator. Just yeah. the
3: number of things that... Set pieces that happen at the end of this that you're just like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? It just feels like somebody said, wouldn't it be cool if... And then... <laughs> It doesn't matter how it happens, you know how it threads together.
0: Only men think, only cis, cis men think that f- saving a woman's life will then make her be like, "Now I love you." I because okay. it is truly the like nothing else. They just ended their relationship again in a in a in a conflict. The only other thing that happens is that she gets kidnapped because of Billy Crystal. Right? Yeah. Almost dies, has to jump from one elevator to the other, witnesses multiple people be killed, and then is like, I'm with you. This is why (laughs) I
1: think Jimmy Smits was the Cupid of this movie. This is why it seems like a romantic comedy. Oh, my God. It does feel like someone should just make an app for people who want to get together under uh, sort of life-threatening circumstances. (laughs) <laughs> like a kind of tinder for yeah uh for right. people who want to save damsels. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and beast and beast and, be-s- and, said, and, and, yeah. and be So it's a bit yeah. like
1: farmers only, but it's yeah. like it's uh you know bloodlust must be involved. Like you oh. all make a match, then our team of experts will kidnap one of you. <laughs> oh my god. And the other if it's truly a match, we'll have to solve some clues, fight some bad guys and uh, do whatever to save uh, this this person who then you'll maybe go on a date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> then you if maybe you... get coffee. <laughs> um, yeah. And then but we don't even we don't even get to see them go back to Key West. I kind of wanted to see them back yeah. in Key West, like at the bar chilling. I don't really care about these other two guys. No, cause they tried to sell it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait, do they were But they are still retiring, aren't they?
3: No. Yeah, no, they don't know. They, cause they, cause they talk about retiring and then they go, we could also sell it. And they sort of end on that. They end on, on that note to make us think like these are lovable. <laughs> Reckless cops are going to be back at it again. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, cause they also say at one point, I think they're like, uh, we the city needs us
0: too much, right, yeah they, they say something like, can we really leave millions of people in their hands and these other two guys? I'm like, the egos of these people is you think that they're saving the city, literally everything that happens in this movie has nothing to do with the city. <laughs> the city's like yeah. not involved, and if anything, they created as much destruction as <laughs> i they created
3: they are why all of this happened like (laughs) like, like, it didn't have to happen like this but yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) also i'll just like jimmy smiths if he just got out of jail he's got a po and he's got a parole officer that he's got to report to if anybody knows what jimmy smiths is up to it's his parole officer (laughs) but also if you need to find jimmy smiths you just go straight to his po and you say hey, have you seen Jimmy Smith? If he hasn't checked in, then that's a parole violation. He immediately goes back to prison. This movie is over before it began. The whole idea that at no point they decide to reach out and say, you know what? This man just got out of prison. He's got a parole officer. He's probably got lawyers who are in his life. There are plenty of people who are tracking his movements. We can't trust any of that. We don't even go to his parole officer. We know where he used to live. Where a murder happened, and then we learn later that he moved someplace else. No, all that shit should be on record somewhere,
3: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, still, what a what a delightful crazy film. Yeah, uh, yeah. It,
3: it was. <laughs> I just feel like while I was watching it, you know, I was just thinking about how, like, you know, the guy, the girl who, uh, the woman, excuse me, who Gregory Hines was like. You know, sleeping around with, you know her, mm-hmm. her, her man gets arrested. Um, you know, at the end of the movie, uh, Billy, Billy Crystal's ex wife is like, "What dentist?" Like, for, fully forgets about who they is, and I just feel like that is the collateral beauty of this movie. Is like those those tarnished relationships. Is right. there's a there's a collat there's a collateral beauty to that. What?
1: That's the sequel. What is that? I want to see is like the dentist that Billy Crystal's ex-wife stood up that she was engaged to and stood up to get back with Billy Crystal. And Marianne, I think, was uh, the the woman who, yes. uh, who was
0: arrested to go on a
1: date. Yeah, oh, she who, was
3: arrested to go on the date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, mm-hmm. she
1: wasn't arrested. He got her. He got her husband arrested. So that he wouldn't be around, so that they could presumably go on a date without feeling like they were like stepping out and sneaking around. They could go to whatever fancy <laughs> restaurant without fear of running into her husband. Uh, fucking, uh, yeah, that weird, uh, that weird thing. While yeah. the best song ever played which i had to pull Man, up the they lyrics love those
0: songs to climax's man-sized love <laughs> oh, who, wait who sings the running scared song in the beginning because they there's a there right. was a running scared i don't remember. Song. i
1: don't know who sang that one if you look <laughs> yeah. that up i just want to read you a few lyrics from yes climax's it. man-sized love this is the chorus i want a man-sized love passion and control of my tenderness Baby, won't you hold me? Show me. Can you show me what a man-size love is? Give me a king-size kiss. Thrill me with the things that I understand. Can't you see I need it? Show me. You're a man-size man.
3: Wow. Show me the things. Show me the things I need? What is it? (laughs) Also, what is
1: a man-sized man? Like, (laughs) If you are a man, you have a size of a man. (laughs) Like, you
3: are, you just exist. It's just, show me you exist. Oh, wow. Climax, K-L-Y-M-A, double X, -X. Climax. Climax, yeah.
0: And then Michael McDonald saying the sweet freedom, no more running down the wrong road, dancing to a different drum, can't, you see what's going on deep inside your heart, always searching for the real thing. Living like it's far away. Just leave all the madness in yesterday. You're holding the key when you believe it. Shine sweet freedom. Shine your light on me. Th- this was an incredible film.
1: Patty <laughs> LaBelle and New Edition also had songs on this soundtrack.
2: This, this soundtrack yes. is fire.
3: What? Okay, hold on. I got to find this. And
1: Fee waybill. Is who performed the Running Scared uh,
0: theme song? Oh yeah, that's there it is. Running Scared, the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Fee Waybill. Fee Waybill is the lead singer and songwriter of San Francisco band The Tubes. Wow. What a. All right. Well, anyway, sorry. It's uh. Uh, I'm glad we just completely ignored James's collateral beauty thing. No, no, we talked about it no okay whatever it didn't make any sense um
3: (laughs) we we talked about collateral beauty in
0: there okay that's fine uh gerard likes to talk to hollywood he just is like he says something like dear hollywood um you know listen it's cool that you know you make movies with black people but also like don't be promoting cops like that like it's
3: wrong uh you know he says something like that. Yo, this Michael McDonald song is seven minutes and forty seconds long. I know it's so long. <laughs> it's, why is it so long? It's it's truly oh. inseparable.
0: It's time for the cause. Okay, the cause we rate and review films not based on how much we liked it, but whether or not it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like Damn. fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't really help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. So, whether it help the cause of leading ooh. black actors in Hollywood,
3: all right. Oh, You guys, ready? Hold on. No, I'm not. I got to do some research real quick before. <laughs> before. <laughs> got to do some research. Say if I'm ready. Let me just. What's look the real paper quick? on? <laughs> all right.
0: All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Here we go. I'm ready. Three, two. One. All right, one black <laughs> fist and two white pops. <laughs> All right, wait. Okay. Well, I gave it a black. F- Here's why I gave it a black fist. I don't think this movie was super successful and memorable. Like I don't, like I don't think it's a. When people talk about buddy cop movies, Running Scared isn't generally on the top of on people's lists. But I do think that one. Gregory Hines still got to do some more stuff, and this was one another movie that he got to do. But also, I do think that people... This was another film in which people were like, all right, we can't always put a Black actor in one of these cop movies, because it's fun to have a Black actor and another actor who gets to talk about the fact that the Black actor is Black, even though this movie didn't do that at all, which was kind of cool. Like, this movie was one of those films which is a buddy movie in which they weren't like constantly talking about race. I don't think they were really talking about Gregory Hines race at all, Mm -mm. which is, which is, which is kind of cool. So that's why I I gave it a fist. Yeah. I understand why. Yeah. Why did you guys give it a bomb?
3: Um,
1: I mean, I, I see what you're saying as far as, yeah, Gregory Hines just got to be, and there's something nice about that, but his version of just being, seem to continually criminalize other black and brown people and yeah it feels like so many of the people that like he directly was like fucking their lives up were like again i think about uh marianne's poor husband that like as a cop he's cheating he's he's gotten her to cheat on her husband and then is using his power as a police officer (laughs) to criminalize this successful black man. Like it looks like when Henry, when Henry Louis Gates got arrested where like outside his own home, like they, they knock on his door tickets and the (laughs) the, the cops just fucking drag him away. Like it's no. no big deal. And so he, he broke up a very happy, what seemed like a happy black home then. Yeah. The Skip Gates of Chicago is now, who knows what happened to that man. He may still be in prison to this day. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it might've been one step forward for Gregory Hines, but a lot of steps backwards. I'll even put like, yeah, Jimmy Smith's. like who knows what Jimmy Smits was gonna do with that $50,000. You just assumed and pushed him into a life of Uzis <laughs> and cocaine. That's true because the criminal justice system isn't fair where he could actually go get a real job. It's so difficult to try to get a job when you've got a criminal record. And so, of course, you go back to the life that you know.
3: So, yeah, so I, uh, I can't. Yeah, he swore off off Uzi's before before Billy Crystal and and Gregory Hines was just hanging out at that basketball court. Then he saw them and it was like, ah... Yeah, he let me pick up another Uzi. <laughs> he was
1: re-traumatized. For all you know, he might have been showing up to that basketball court to become the Pat Riley for that street ball team. <laughs> he had on a nice suit. His hair was slicked back. He was he, you know, he was like, "Yeah, they need a coach, and that coach is going to be me."
0: I forgot they went back to that basketball court.
3: The <sighs> oh, start yeah, of them they, yeah. k-
0: killing Joey Bans.
3: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I gave it a um Yeah, I. I had some issues with particularly Gregory Hines's role and and how that related to being a a black cop and I like in these movies when it's when they don't make it all about race but then it started to become it started to become an issue to me that he would like <laughs> that it never came up like it, <laughs> it, he never had any kind of <laughs> remorse or like feeling of he didn't see you know it just it seemed like there were some blinders there, and then you know, I Jimmy Jimmy Smiths. This is his first film credit, according to um, uh, Wiki. So oh, you wow. know, and he's obviously a huge star. So like, you know, it's that's it's good for that. Like, it's good that like these that these people got to to work. But I think in terms of like w- the way the representation is, you know, it, it is his first film role, and he is playing a drug lord. So <laughs> um, uh, you know there are issues for that reason. For sure. That makes sense. All right.
0: Well, Wyatt, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you for showing me
1: what a man-sized man <laughs> can be. You both showed me two different man sizes. And That's true. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, uh, can people follow you on social media? Is there anything you'd like to promote? Um,
1: I don't really have anything to promote. I mean, I guess the running scared soundtrack. We could <laughs> maybe see. We could see what the power of this podcast is if we boost Spotify streams for it. I'm on social media uh, at Wyatt Senac on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can also follow Fee Way Bill. Uh, the guy who sang the running scare theme song. He's got an Instagram page and uh, not a big follower count. So it's possible we could, one, get that follower count up and two, maybe reach out to him about if there's a Snyder cut of this movie. <laughs>
0: uh, amazing. Um, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise uh, and uh, a defunct Patreon that we, keep saying we're going to bring back and one day we shall one of these days uh, but we have a year's worth of episodes so if you've never subscribed to it you can subscribe listen to this episode and unsubscribe. so that's that's cool um and then if you rate and review us on itunes give us five stars we'll read your review on the air this one is by zane Holomon, an absolute joy straight up wonderful i came here from blank check and i'm glad i did the spider verse episode was almost as joyous and enlightening as the movie itself keep up the good work Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, and playing Check, all, another amazing uh, podcast uh, you guys can listen to. Um,
3: and you can follow me at John Breloch, at Gerard Milligan. And you can follow me at James Third Comedy, Third is R D. And Fee Way Bill, I thought you were saying Fee. It's Fee. Okay, Fee. 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 E. Okay.
2: <laughs> fee.
3: And then Way Bill, one word. <laughs> Our producer said she's way attracted to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: really? Well look at, I mean honestly
0: Is he attractive? I didn't I didn't
2: look at him I mean up.
3: no no he got a he got like a there's like a, he got a man size man <laughs> <Wait, him. laughs> I know it's a different <laughs> song, but he got you just gotta see him and you feel <laughs> he has an energy about him.
0: Yeah. That's funny.
1: Um, I bet yeah. I bet he'd be like a really like a lovely guy to like sit uh, outside like as the sun sets and He's maybe got the guitar. He's got a couple beers. He's telling you <laughs> stories about what it was like to I hang out it. with, uh, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal, <laughs> even though he never did because he was just commissioned to write a song. They didn't actually invite
0: him to set.
1: Uh, and, yeah. There's no
0: way. Yeah. Uh, and then also he had the titular song, but then like three other songs that were way more popular than his song yeah. that were in the movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, Uh, Thank you once again for coming on the pod. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production produced by Melissa D. Montz.
3: Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.